0: Well, we have just finished a great section on great anime. Oh wait, it wasn't that great. No. But well, no. we do have some good anime coming up. We we, we have, have more reviews. My Uh uh-huh. We have Hyper Police. Yeah. And not on the Galaxy Railroad. Galactic. Galactic Railroad. But but don't worry too much, T 3
1: I'm sure that the insignificance of the. Uh, well, well, we'll get to that. BB3 um, here, of course, has not seen these ones that I'm about to review.
0: It is um,
1: true. I, I, um, sir, have we ever met before? No. No. Uh, and uh, he is going to be my assistant with my next trick. Okay, now, as you can see, uh, I have nothing up my None. He doesn't even have sleeves. I don't have sleeves. I have short t-shirt sleeves. Right. Okay, so now... If you will observe, sir, do not avert your eyes at all. all right. I have three Whoa. anime reviews. Uh, and if you will, sir, try to go and comment on these. Make sure they are real reviews. And let the audience know for certain that these are actually entirely real and not merely optical illusions. Alright, I'll All see right. what I can do for you. Okay, now, if you'll observe, I have a Mycenae Kaku review here. You can see the front, yep. you can see the back. I see both. looks like a perfectly ordinary review, yes?
0: Yes, yes. But
1: it's a dove!
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: is it amazing?
0: That's the most beautiful dove I've ever and seen. Look,
1: now it's a Rubik's Cube. A Rubik's Cube? Yes. And now it's back to a review. Oh man. Is, is that mind-totable? Well, let me show you the contents of this review. Now, do not avert your eyes, for it may be shocking to some. I may miss it. Third disc of box set three, My Wow. Okay, so, what we've got in this one, uh, I'm going to go and pull up the back of the box description, as it's been a while. We have a bit of a queue built up. Watch this, like, I don't know, a a week or two ago. And uh, My apologies, by the way, for not having an episode out on Sunday... Some DV3 <laughs> said he couldn't be on the show until
0: Tuesday, and then it became Wednesday. But I made it! I made it! Oh, well, you made it, that's true. Um, Better than some people who.
1: Our website was hacked, and our message board got screwed up, and that totally threw me off. I was used to checking the message board every day, and then I, was like, I had to change my schedule, you know, to not be doing that anymore. Okay, so, let's see here. Uh, dv 3 will you do your, um, anime set piece, you know, like at the beginning of anime where they're like It is the, uh, third period of the re- uh, reign of the Green Emperor It is a time of much chaos among the lot But do that with this box set disc 3 Kaku.
0: Alright <coughs> The competition for Kyoko's affections, up as Godai and Coach Mitaka Both compete for her love and attention Factor in unusual misunderstandings at Maisonikaku, and Godai's life is turned upside down. He mistakenly believes that Kyoko and Mitaka are to be married. Devastated by the news, Godai moves out of Maesunikaku. Will he ever return? Dun dun
1: dun. Okay. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, especially if you've been listening to the show for a while now, it's your typical Maisonikaku DVD. There is absolutely nothing... (laughs) nothing in this episode which comes as a surprise to anyone. It has episodes 33 through 36, and it's just like the first one, of course, the patented huge misunderstanding where, um, Mitaka asks um, Kyoko to be his partner in such an important event, and she agrees, and Godai of course overhears, or hears the gossip, and, um, it turns out, oh, Mataka wasn't asking her to go uh, and get married. He was asking her to help him with his sister's wedding preparation. Oh. You know, because it's so important. He has to ask her to, to <laughs> help with this. And, and, of course, Godai goes and he gets all upset and he's like, now there's no reason for me to stay at Ikaku because, you know, I, Kyoko is gone and I have no chance. So he moves out. And uh and and he's living with um he moves into this apartment and then all of a sudden this uh if you will, sexy lady shows up and, and he's like, What in the world is this lady doing here and everything? And then this her big brawny husband shows up and he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he, Godai thinks he's all in trouble and he says to his wife, you need to help me get the rest of the stuff back in here. Turns out that they're actually the previous renters of the room.
0: Oh boy. And they'd
1: been kicked out for not paying and they hadn't found a new place yet. So they decided to go and move back in while Godai lives there. And so, of course, Kyoko goes, and a package is delivered to my sinikaku. And so, instead of just sending it, though she won't admit she, you know, her feelings for Godai are strong, just, you know, oh, I'm the apartment manager, it's important to take care of my attendants. So she goes, visits him at this apartment to give him this package. And, um, of course, the sexy lady answers the door, and uh she, you know, mistakes it when she says, "Oh yes, Godai and I have been living together for a couple of weeks now, and everything." So it's all heartbroken, blah blah blah, and, and then, oh, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, everything's made better, and all the misunderstandings are cleared up, and they become closer and whatnot. Uh, so it's it's pretty pretty crazy,
0: uh, or maybe that was the second disc. <laughs> Well, it has almost a, it has the exact same one for all three. Hey, that was cheap. Well,
1: anyways, uh, then there's another episode where his grandma decides to go and help him move along with his love life because, as we know, Godai is stringing this uh, poor girl along, not Kyoko, uh, the other one whose name I can't remember. You know, the oh, cute one. one. Um and um, keeps stringing her along and not telling her, her that, you know, he's basically going out with her because he's lonely, but he really loves the manager, but he's not putting any moves on the manager, so his grandma comes along and she's like, oh, I have to go and, you know, help Godai get along and, and you know, further his romantic interest. So, that. at first uh, he she tries to go and she goes along with Godai to uh, his girlfriend's uh, apartment uh, meets her parents and everything, and tells them that Godai was planning on proposing to her and everything. And he's like, "Grandma, don't say that." And and she's like, uh, uh, "Well, um, are you saying you don't want to marry me, Godai?" and He goes, "Well, well, I never said that." And and then there's just all sorts of other things that crop up and poor Godai. And, and then he says to his grandma, "Look." Uh, I, I don't want you interfering, but if you must know, uh, it's Kyoko that I have really strong affections with. And she's like, oh, Kyoko doesn't want to go out with a loser like you who's still going to college and doesn't have money to support yourself, let alone her and a family and whatnot. And, but anyways, his grandma kind of takes pity on him and sets him up on a date with her, uh, which is set up to be a nice you know, Sunday date. Um, but his grandma is doing this to go in and see who he gets along better with and try to encourage him to go after that particular girl. So what she does is, instead of following around, because, you know, Godai wasn't happy when she followed around on his other date, uh, she goes and she assigns the uh, Kaku patron's ...to go and follow him for her. They're supposed to be subtle and casual and blend into the background. But, of course, you've got crazy things happening. Like, you know, they grab over the seats and eat his popcorn at the movies. And so, you know, discovers him that way. Or, like, uh, the the mom goes and takes her son to the toy store where Kyoko and Godai are hanging out. And course, oh, I'm just here to buy this for my son, and then she's like there the whole time. So eventually, Godai and, and uh, Kyoko figure out what's going on as far as that they're actually following them and not just coincidentally at the same place, and so they just decide to take off running, and they're running everywhere trying to get away from them. And so... Um, Godai is happy about all of this at the Yay, end because the, he gets to spend time with the manager and they work together and grew closer because of it and everything and she had fun at the places that they did go outside of the you know, his neighbors being there. And um and and so he was really happy about the whole way the date turned out. Of course this is Mycenikaku <laughs> and so we can't just have it end on a high note for Mr. Godai. Or Godai. Um at this point, at the end of the episode, all of the people from and Ikaku, uh give their reports to his grandma. A- and so the first one says, oh, they couldn't have been more bored-looking because they weren't interested in the movie at all and left in the middle of it. <laughs> and another one's like, yeah, they were at the toy store playing around like they were just a couple of kids or something. And the third one's like, yeah, and then when they were at that romantic restaurant, all they had was ice water, and then they left. And and then they're like, it was so sad, they were so bored, they just decided to go on a jog all around the city and whatnot. And so his grandma thinks to herself, oh, Godai has no chance with this girl if they were both so very bored. Um, But on the plus side, on the plus side, Godai's grandma went and told him how when she was younger, there were two exactly the same situation. Two gentlemen vying for her affections. One was rich, well off, had a stable job and everything. And then there was the other one um, and they both loved her, but she chose Godai's grandfather, who wasn't the rich one, because she knew that he like truly loved her and would be you a know, good husband for her and everything.
0: She kind of gave in Godai her
1: encouragement. Yeah, and No kidding. Uh, gave Godi encouragement, but then started, you know, like my grandmother, ripping on him on how you know he he should really go and become better and how he's no good if he keeps <laughs> doing what he's doing and what have you.
0: All right, but NZ, I have a question for you.
1: Yes, Mister DB3.
0: At the start of the show, you said you were this was going to be the last, the last That is indeed correct. Why is that? I'm glad you
1: asked because that provides an opportunity for me to tell. This is going to be the last Maesunikaku review on ASA Radio because I'm tired of dealing with Maesunikaku. It's just one ridiculous episode after another, slowly increasing the love life of Godai and Kyoko at a glacier-like pace. Oh, for those listening in 2040, glaciers were very large ice flows from the northern and southern poles of the Earth. The reason, and so because of this, I am going to continue watching My Kaku all the way up until I get bored with the series. Alright. But, (laughs) after reviewing nine separate discs on ASO Radio, I think I've more or less covered this series, its potential, and what it does. And so, while I will no longer be reviewing... My Kaku" on ASO Radio I do enjoy the series and I will continue to watch it It's just I don't want our readers to get boor- our listeners to get bored Because it's more or less kind of I'm saying the same exact thing about every DVD So like I said, My Kaku is a really great show It has some really funny moments Some touching moments, some romantic moments But it moves at such a slow pace That every review I do Sounds almost like the same thing So I decided it's best to move on and just enjoy My Sinikaku without having so to report so maybe
0: when you get to the end of the series can mm-hmm. we expect a report I
1: think that that could be very doable alright I'll say box sets 4 through 12 alright seriously My Sinikaku is like super super long like over 100 episodes wow so uh, but yes uh, this last volume I am um, I, I enjoyed it but it's kind of like oh I see this one coming a mile away uh, I'm, I'm going to go a highly recommended I guess have a go-out on a good note for this last and uh, Cocker review. Uh, unless, of course, in the future I decide to you know, review the rest in one fell swoop. So, what do... What else do we have to review for this episode, DB3?
0: On the Galactic Railroad and Hyper Police. Ah, yes. Well...
1: Which would you like me to review, DB3? We okay, no haven't heard Hyper much Police. from you, so... Okay, Hyper Police. Uh, Hyper Police is an incredibly unbelievably average anime series. I mean, uh, I'm not trying to rip on it. It's average in a good way. And I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, I'm trying to look here, see what year it came out. Unfortunately, I don't see what year it came out. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to find that in a bit. But, Hyper Police is very average, late 80s, early 90s anime. It's about, of course, a it starts with that exact same Japanese thing I was talking about, you know, the the setting is the future where mankind has gone and devastated itself and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, essentially, there's half-demons and full-demons and whatnot on the surface along with humans and whatnot. And the half-demons and most of the full-blooded demons have integrated themselves into society. However, they're, of course, criminals and whatnot. And the hyper-police are... Um, in charge of going and keeping these demonic criminals under track. They're not demonic, like horrible demons from hell sort of thing. It's like, uh, for example, the main character of this is uh, a cat girl demon. You know, so right. she, she looks and acts basically like a human, but with cat attributes. So it's not like they're horrible monsters. They're just demons by name, if you will. Uh, let's see. Yes, 1997. Um, and This, you can definitely tell the age because it's all hand-drawn. No computer assist on this, uh, which is nice. I really like the sort of uh, style that this has to it. Um, uh, Like I said, it's essentially about a police force trying to go and keep these people under wrap. Uh, There's Botan, which is her perverted um, partner, her her police partner. Um, it's actually rather cute because he, he's a pervert. Okay, he, he's a werewolf, and he, he's just perverted. You know, he, he likes looking at the girly mags. He looks at girly mags a couple of times in in the first four <laughs> episodes of the show. Um, but the cute part is, is he can like hit on any girl, and you know, he's all pervert and whatnot. But the thing is, is that he really loves. Uh, uh, Sasahara Natsuki He really loves this girl And so This is where it's charming The, the show it, it just looks like average But it's charming It has that nice style That I like um, And because he He has this deep crush on her And he likes her so much he can't bring himself to hit on her. Oh, man. And, and so, like, he Good always guy. gets nervous around her and whatnot, and, like, whenever he hurt, hears that she gets hurt or whatnot, he overreacts, and he's like, Natsuki, I'm coming! <laughs> and, um, it's just really charming. He, um, and she she eventually gets a partner named Sakura, and uh, she's, she's, you know, a nine-tailed fox, as they put it in this, um, uh, or, if you will, uh, uh uh, Kiyubi. Um, but, in the end, uh, I don't like the character of Sakura very much, but I do like the way the show's put together. It's just one of those that has no real redeeming qualities, but you really enjoy it anyways. If you will, it's my Helsing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um So, I really enjoyed Hyper Police. There's not that much to say, except uh, Sakura is trying to go and get Natsuki's powers. Apparently, Natsuki... Uh, she's a really cute, naive, you know, sweet girl, but she goes and she has uh, some sort of incredible power. Most people are only able to wield one parasite as a weapon, but yeah. she actually has two that she can wield. Wow. Um, she's able to sense things that others can't, so on and so forth. And Sakura has only grown eight and one-fifth tails. So she's not quite nine tails yet. And she was teased as a little girl because she was like half human. And so she only had one tail when she was little. So she wants to suck out Natsuki's essence uh, and get her you powers. Get the yeah, so she can get the final tail. And, um, and they end up partnered together and whatnot. It's just a lot of zany craziness, more or less. Um, so it's a fun show It's just really If you will uh, As they say um, Not eye candy But just It's like popcorn You know There's a lot there But it's not that filling But you enjoy it anyways So right. I'm going to give Hyper Police uh, Episodes 1 through 4 Volume 1 of the DVD uh, Recommended So that's a recommended for N.Z. Yeah Alright So now for last one Alright Now DV 3 here, I have the cover, okay, right. for Night on the uh, Galactic Railroad.
0: It reminds okay. me of something you, like, oh, Tok- oh, is it Tokyo Godfathers?
1: Uh-huh.
0: It sort of reminds me of that cover.
1: Okay. okay. Now, going off of this cover, I want you to tell me what you think the show is about.
0: Um, the show is about this young man who meets two or three visitors that are riding the Galactic Railroad and has adventures with them. Mm-hmm. And they get in trouble right. uh, as they're going through the galaxy. Mm-hmm. He overcomes his problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about as much as I can figure out. Okay,
1: now let me tell you what it really is. It's the 1985 version of Teletubbies. <laughs> 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 All right, check this out. All right, it starts on uh, out in an astrology class. Um, uh, that's the one just about stars, right? Not the mystical readings. No, that's until. astronomy. Okay, astronomy class. Um, and all these cats are there, because it's, like, it's their school that they go to, all these kittens, if you will. Um, and let's scan here if we can see the name of the boy cat. Young cat-like boy, that's not a name. Oh, anyways, um, he gets teased by other, all the other kids in the class, because his father went out on a fishing trip up north and was illegally uh, fishing squids or what have you and so his father ended up in jail and so uh, he's living with his mother who's sickly and his father's not around and all the kids tease him about this Uh, and so he and his brothers and sisters have to work to earn money to go and keep the household going and to get medicine for their mom Uh, so uh, really cruel little kids Wow. Uh, and so there's only one kid that's really nice to him he's the red-looking cat. Um, oh, that really sunk it down, didn't it? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, it, it's a nice little story, I guess, but unless you've got a really strong, long attention span, or you're really young, it's very, very difficult to sit through this show. Um, because, essentially, he ends up getting teased, and he's got to go to work, which is really slow. And he works at a printing press. Um... Then he goes off to, like, the the festival thing, and he sees everybody playing there and whatnot, and then the the mean bully cat from school ends up teasing him, and so he runs away from the festival, and he goes up on this big hill on, on the, like, galactic star night or whatever it's called, and then sees this big bright green flash, and this galactic railroad train shows up, and he gets aboard it, and then he finds his nice friend from classes also on there. and They ride on the the train together, and they see all sorts of, like, stars and crazy, you know, um, skies. Space stuff. Space stuff. Um, and then I got really bored, and I turned it off, because it was just... This was like an hour to 45 minutes to an hour into the movie at this point. Wow. So it's incredibly slow, incredibly boring, uh, and, and I'm going to have to give this a not recommended. I, I mean, I wish I didn't have to, but it's just so unenjoyable. I, I, I'm sorry. It's just, I can't make any excuses for it. It's just. Well, not recommended from NZ. It, trust me, when they dubbed this, they had a really easy time because they had maybe like 20 lines to dub. Because 20 lines? I could have even dubbed that. Uh, I mean, seriously, uh, that's probably underestimating it, but not by much. It's just not on the black road. <laughs> not recommended. There's not much more I can say about that one. All right. Well, as an added bonus um, for everybody out there listening, dv 3 is now going to recite the Japanese hiragana syllabary. dv 3 if you would. Give it, luma ta. Give it. What the What the crap sort of crap is that? Haven't you been practicing?
0: Sorry, Angie, I haven't. been... Ah! It starts with ah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. You got ah next. B. B well, D A F G. That's a very good German
1: alphabet impersonation. But, oh. All right. Fine. I'll let you get. I'll, I'll let you go by this time. But I do want you to review Volume Two of Power Stone.
0: Volume Two of Power Stone?
1: Yes. Because we started to watch a little of Volume One, and I thought to myself. I need DB3 to review Volume 2, so that way I, and listeners out there, know if it's worth bothering the other volumes.
0: Um, Volume 2 continues... Plus, you looked like you were totally falling asleep. Yeah, I was, man. So I thought I'd have you do that to wake you up. Alright, Volume 2. The Falcon continues on his journey. Do do you need the case for convenience of Volume 1 to remind you of anything? No, because it won't. Bright colors. It does have bright colors. Um, Power Stone is centered for a younger gen- younger crowd um, reminds me sort of like the animation sort of, of I don't know I can't think of anything it reminds me of but it's centered for a younger generation and rem- with that in mind um, I'll review it you shouldn't say younger generation so that O-E-M- means like kids that are in yeah. school now will always enjoy younger it younger kids yeah, younger, younger, younger folk alright but it's Ye-weans. basically it's about Falcon and more of his travels... You might want to explain who the hell Falcon is. Falcon is the main character for those who've played the Power Stone game. He's the English guy, sort of like a boxer, sort of... I, I would think of like an airplane pilot from World War Two, World War One. And did he ever fly a plane? Cause he Because he he's always in
1: this you yeah, know, outfit.
0: Yeah, like, like, basically he goes around to the different countries, like the fire country, the water country, lightning country, going around meeting people, um... He he meets other like you, you know the fortune teller. Mm-hmm. Her crystal ball has a power stone. You you in mean it. Rouge? Yes, Rouge has her her crystal ball ends up having a power stone in it, and she saves her country. Shock of shock. Yeah, I don't know. I like like it's in, if you don't have time for anything else. It is
1: really cute. You like to just look at it. It's, it's such a nice art style.
0: Yeah, if you if you have time to spare and you're just. Can't think of anything to do That's when I suggest You just turn on Power Stone I mean If you have a good and 20 Navatogi. minutes
1: not togi No a togi zoshi If you're bored You'll fall asleep Yeah
0: But this This is just a nice anime Um I got it for my brother to watch Because I saw it It was cheap And he quite enjoyed it It goes with the game If you've ever played The Power Stone game So yeah.
1: Yeah, looking at the cover makes me think we really need to pick up that uh, Power Stone too because it's a really great game. The first game's more I like have a Power typical... I the Power Stone 2 game. Well, I need it. Oh, yeah. Um, the the first game's like a typical side-scroll... You know, not side-scrolling, but side-view 3D beat em up game. Yeah. The second one's where it
0: really shines. Yeah. Um, so, anyway... But basically, any, in the second else? one, he goes to... Where does he go? Oh, oh he goes... Korea. No, he goes to a place like Korea. He meets... A martial arts guy who has a power stone, or gets a power stone, and he learns how to control it. And, yeah. A lot more power stones in this anime than the video game. There's, like, seven of them. Mm. Eight of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Are you sure they're power stones and not Chaos Emeralds or possibly Dragon Balls?
0: Uh, (laughs) Ah,
1: that's a good question. Uh, Good question. uh, I make fun, but uh, this is actually a pretty enjoyable, if, uh,
0: light-brained series. yes. Um, I'll give the second volume that I saw a recommended. I mean, it was good enough that I'll watch it again, Mm. especially with my little brother, but it's not something that I'll go around telling everyone about, so just a recommended. Uh, A
1: a side note for those who may be interested in purchasing Power Stone, uh, it should be noted that this is only available in the U.S. uh, at English Dubbed only, no Japanese track or subtitles right. So uh, that's part of the reason why it became so cheap uh, But if, if you're thinking of getting it Keep in mind that if you're a sub fan You're not going to be able to uh, enjoy this like you normally would But I did enjoy watching the episode that we did watch And that's why DV3 is going to let me borrow this, right? Yes,
0: I am I'll even bring the o- over the other two discs for you
1: Well, le- let me watch this first before you make it sort <laughs> of You might be able like to watch
0: you, you could watch it with er- your little sister See,
1: it's so pretty, so I have to watch it. Uh, okay, Th- that was making fun of the audience, by the way. And uh, if you listen to the funny on the last episode, fangirls in general. Uh, okay, but enough of my mocking of my fellow fans. Uh, let's uh, let's mosey on over to the uh, fan mail section of the show. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right.